Welcome to For the Record. Today I have with me platform colleagues Deneen Telly and Ryan Smith. We're going to be discussing an important topic for both startups and established companies, how to expand your marketing reach. Welcome, Ryan and Deneen. Thanks for having me on today, Val. Thank you, Val. It's great to be here. So to get started, I think we need to bring up the number one rule in marketing, and that's knowing your target audience. You cannot expand without really identifying and understanding you know, who your ideal customers are. So what is the best method to identify a target audience? Really and truly, Val, it's going to be doing research and a lot of analysis of who you're trying to target and who your current customers are. You need to look at the data about your current customers. You know, who do you want your potential customers to be? What industry trends are going on? You know, any idea of who you should be targeting? You can also use surveys. You can do focus groups, interviews, and other qualitative methods to learn more about who you want to target, what their needs and wants are, and interests. And with the right information in hand, you can create engaging content that speaks directly to your ideal customer base. Got it. And and actually creating an ideal brand is all about content engagement. So I'm curious, Ryan, what makes content engaging? Great question. Um, engaging content can be a lot of things, but I think it always needs to be informative, relatable, and entertaining for social media, um, and not to mention visually appealing. So really four things. Um, so for digital content, this can include creating how-to guides, tutorials, using social media to share behind-the-scenes glimpses into your company or meet your staff, creating interactive quizzes or polls. Um, social media has, depending on the media channel, they have tons of options of interactive tools that you can use to get your followers engaged in your content. Always utilize short videos. I always highly suggest focusing on your storytelling to connect with your audiences on a personal level, um, even if that includes using humor to make it all more relatable. Overall, the key is to create content that resonates with the audience and keeps them interested and engaged. Can you um, give me an example of a social media campaign that you've done where it's been highly engaging for the audience, as well as providing really tangible results for your clients? Absolutely. I have worked with a lot of fun companies in the past. Um, I think one fun example, I was working with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and um, also a very helpful tip, but there's national days that are things that happen, you know, there's random ones, but just speaking on the one that we use for our social media was National Pickle Day. Um, and we made a really cute graphic and had a matching pen that went with it. Um, and it was also a pickle on it. But, you know, the slogan was, it's not a big deal to talk about mental health. Um, so that had the highest engagement of all the posts we had ever seen come out the company and the history of their social media. Um, I guess people really like pickles. And then we also saw a tangible um, revenue increase with the merch that went out related to that exact content. So that was really fun. Yeah, that was like a good social media campaign. So don't think, you know, little things like pickles don't matter. You know, on social media, it's whatever your audience is interested in. Got it. Got it. So so you gave us an example of a social media campaign that you did, which sounds amazing. I'm kind of curious, from a tool perspective, are there any tools that can help companies create more engaging content? 
Absolutely. There are so many on the market right now, especially if you're a smaller company or you don't have the funds to invest in just a graphic designer. Um, there's websites like Canva, um, Adobe Create the Suite, which are all very user-friendly. Um, and they have tons of options of things you can use to just create engaging content from transparent backgrounds to 3D effects to actually making the graphics move. So there's things like that. And then also in the age of this new AI, there's tools um, like ChatGPT and Grammarly that can help you generate ideas, write better copy, catch any typos or grammatical errors. I mean, all these tools can help you save time, energy, while still producing high quality content that resonates with your audience. So be sure to optimize your content for search engines, especially um, making sure it's discoverable so that it reaches your audience. And you can also track that. Um, so you can do that through your website's SEO um, and making sure your SEO is covered across the board. Got it. Got it. So we, we talked about social media and digital content, but Let's talk a little bit more about how to make content more engaging for, for the written word, um, especially in, in our industry where byline articles and white papers need to be a little bit more informative and educational and yet engaging. So, uh, you know, in terms of what creates a, an interesting byline article or white paper, it would be about how to solve your client's client's problems. So, for example... If you were a compliance company that was trying to reach a privacy practitioner, being able to talk about some of the problems that the privacy practitioner might be having, some of the challenges related to interacting with the regulatory laws and actually complying and, and, and compiling the information to, um, to actually submit to the regulatory agency and or coming up with best tips um, and best practice ideas to really help the practitioner think through the workflow related to putting together that uh, information for the regulatory agency. And then talking about several examples as part of that white paper or byline article. Um, and that idea of really getting to the mind of the practitioner is super and helpful in, in getting engagement in addition to making sure that you have the right SEO terms that get your client noticed. So in talking about SEO, Deneen, why is SEO so important? SEO is so crucial, Val, because it is what helps a business increase their online visibility and thus reach more of their customers. What SEO does, it optimizes their websites and the contents with keywords backlinks, meta tags, and other elements that make them appear higher in search engine results. So with proper SEO, you end up on maybe on Google page one or two instead of Google page five or six and never be seen. Got it. So what are the various elements of SEO? Those elements would include keyword research, on-page optimization, link building, content optimization, and technical optimization. So what does all that mean? So your keyword research helps identify the most relevant phases for a website's target audience. So this is where you're going to go out and you're going to find what is your audience looking for and where can you add that in with your copy. Your on-page optimization ensures that web pages are optimized with the right keywords and meta tags for better search engine rankings. 
thus getting you up higher in the Google pages. And then your content optimization involves creating engaging content that optimizes for the search engines as well as readers. So it keeps them engaged. And it also, when the search engines go out and they rake the pages, they, they find that information and they keep gathering it, giving you higher rankings. And then finally is the technical optimization that ensures that the website is running properly and loading quickly for visitors. There's nothing worse than losing a visitor because their web page is just load, taking too long to load or has broken links. Got it. Got it. So give me an example of a successful SEO campaign that you've recently done. Actually, we did one a couple of months ago for one of our platform clients. When I started on the campaign, their current ranking was an 81 as far as SEO ranks for their entire webpage. So what I did is I went through and I used, there's a lot of software out there, but I use SEMrush. Some companies, if they have a WordPress built website, they can use Yoast as a plugin. And these help you analyze your SEO per page and gives you tips in how to add additional content to boost that up. But I use SEMrush. I put in their key terms. I put in their header terms. I checked their page. I then went and looked at competitors, especially competitors that they want to emulate more of and look to see what their SEO, their keyword searches were and how they were coming up. And we were able to rework their copy and their headers on their web pages with these keywords. And when we ran it again, their ranking went from an 81 to a 90. Wow, that's great. So Ryan, are there any external resources companies can use to improve their marketing? Absolutely, Val. There are a plethora of external resources that companies can use. One is industry events and conferences, which not only open the door to a wealth of information coming out of those conferences, but also a chance to network with other professionals in the field. Another popular external marketing tool I always applaud is influencer marketing. So let's talk about influencer marketing for a bit. Tell me a little bit about what influencer marketing is and what the benefits are for working with influencers. Yeah, so working with influencers essentially means finding someone in a space, no matter what your company does, there is a niche audience for it. And there are influencers within that space who have access to that same audience and can help boost your company. And also it helps boost themselves because they are also getting access to your audience. Um, so in addition to increased brand awareness, companies also get improved credibility and higher engagement rates on their posts. So for example, um, in the legal industry, um, someone like a Bob Ambrosi or a Lyle Moran can help to increase your social media following by being influencers in these spaces that have a great relationship with all the other companies and reporters and media contacts in the same space as you. So working with them not only is a benefit for them as they get to see your audience, but you also get a bit of theirs. So it can make for a very great relationship that boosts both ends. So in the legal industry, then you're saying that press or influencers, someone like a Casey Flattery from Lex Fusion would also be kind of an influencer just because you see them everywhere or somebody um, like a Richard Trollman's. 
Absolutely. These people are tastemakers in the space. Um, they kind of help set the standard of, you know, what are we talking about next? What's important? So definitely, I would absolutely say they are probably some of the most important influencers that you can work with. So Ryan, how can companies ensure that their brand message is communicated effectively through them? So after you take the time to research, vet, and select the correct influencers for your brand, companies should provide the influencers with resources and support that they need to create high-quality content that aligns with your brand message. So this can include providing them samples of the product, a demo, um, access to creative assets like your logos or any images you'd like them to use, if not their own, um, and just guidance on how to best showcase the product or the service. Um, And then you're going to want to monitor and measure the effectiveness of this influencer campaign through their analytics to make sure you're achieving the desired results. So you'll want to set some goals in the beginning about how many views you expect, how many followers you may expect to add to your page, um, how many conversations you expect people to have just in this space based off of this partnership. So by taking these steps, you can definitely see if your brand message is being well-received through this influencer campaign. And speaking of resources for external marketing, I know I mentioned earlier about attending industry events and conferences. So Val, as a frequent conference goer and speaker, can you elaborate a little more on the importance of maximizing marketing efforts at industry events? Well, Ryan, I'm still learning because I am, at the end of the day, just a communications professional and and a lawyer. So... That said, attending industry events can be a great way to maximize your marketing efforts. Events are an excellent opportunity to meet potential clients, build relationships with existing clients, and establish yourself as an authority in the industry. It allows you to gain valuable insights just by attending and learning more about the latest trends and technologies and attending the seminars, as well as networking with other professionals in the field. And by attending industry events, You could increase brand awareness and reach audiences who you may have not been exposed to before. Additionally, you can use the events to increase sales by showcasing products and services directly to potential clients. Maximizing your marketing efforts at industry events will help ensure that you are making the most out of every opportunity available for growth and success. So what are the benefits to having strong connections with industry partners? We talk a lot about industry partners with our clients. Absolutely. Um, One of the biggest advantages is having access to their knowledge and expertise. Um, So by building these strong connections, companies can tap into their expertise and the insights of their industry partners to make sure they're staying up to date with the latest trends and best practices. Like I mentioned earlier, some of those media people who talk to lots of other companies and they know what's going on in the industry, they make for great industry partners. And those collaboration opportunities can lead to joint projects or co-marketing initiatives, um, which can help companies expand their reach and access new markets. Industry partners also can share resources like manufacturing facilities or distribution networks or contacts, which can lead to cost savings and efficiencies for both parties. Um, So working with reputable industry partners can enhance a company's credibility and reputation and finally help companies access new customers and markets. Got it. So I know we talked a lot today about a variety of different things from going to industry conferences to SEO, to influencer marketing, to actually creating more engaging content for written as well as social media and digital marketing. What are the most important lessons to be learned from today's discussion? 
that marketing's not a set it and forget it kind of thing. You've always got to be make sure you're getting the most out of your efforts. It's critical to track and analyze your results on a regular basis. That means monitoring your web traffic, engagement metrics like open rates, making adjustments on the fly, and other relevant data points to determine what's working and what's not. And Donnie and I could not have said it any better. Definitely having a better understanding of how your campaigns are performing lets you know what you need to adjust to have the maximum impact. This is especially important in today's rapidly changing landscape. Trends come and go quickly, especially if you've seen new AI names pop up every single day. So it's important to stay on top of things like that so that you're always well-informed and ready for what's next. Got it. And do have one last question, um, especially when it comes to what you just talked about. Some companies want to do just set it and forget it. You know, let's start marketing. Let's stop marketing. What is the importance of consistent marketing? Sure. It's not a set and forget it kind of thing. When you get followers on social media. These are people who followed you because something you posted resonated. They like your content. They want to see more of it. They didn't follow you for you to go ghost on them. Um, So making sure that you're keeping your audiences entertained, you know, it's almost like having your own television show. You know, you don't just stop showing the show and not tell people you're leaving. Um, And you definitely don't want to announce on social media that you just won't be posting right now. But we have noticed that, you know, due to budgets, people tend to think marketing is the first thing to go. Um, But I think Overall, you will always see a dip in your future progress because you don't pay attention to those channels. Thank you, Ryan and Janine, for your expert thoughts for today. And hopefully it provided our tips for our listeners to implement in their marketing strategies. If you need strategic advice or assistance expanding your marketing reach, just feel free to give us a call. In the meantime, thanks for listening to For the Record. 